0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we kick off the week of all weeks for Rangers. The mass migration of fans to Seville has begun, with the team also arriving in Spain ahead of Wednesday's final. Kimar Roof travels, will he be fit in time to play a part? And at home this weekend, it was all about promotion, relegation and trophy day at Celtic Park as Ange Postacoglu's side got their hands on more Silverware I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy And Hugh Keevans We're just getting our breath back After Celtic's title winning weekend And now the clock has started to tick down To Seville and Rangers Europa League final The exodus has begun Supporters clocking up air miles An astronaut would be proud of And the appeals go on as well For those supporters to Behave when they get to the city of Seville Respect the country they are in And respect the team they are there to support A week of potentially historic significance is upon us Jim Duffy, usually when we get to the 16th of May mm-hmm. Things are winding down And yes, there's a Scottish Cup final around the corner But my goodness, to have a Scottish club in a European final this week mm-hmm. Doesn't get much bigger than that Yeah, it could be a fantastic week of celebration You know, for uh, you know hundreds of thousands of fans all around the, the world And particularly Scotland Celtic, as you said, celebrating the, uh, the title winning at the weekend there, are, are clinching it and getting presented with it. Uh, and that was a fantastic celebration at Celtic Park at the weekend. And Rangers looking, as you said, to do something that you know none of us thought would be absolutely would be possible. Uh, you know, you, you know, over the last several years of a Scottish club uh, getting to a major European final, uh, and phenomenal achievement from Rangers to get there. Can they go one step further and win it? And then you don't even get time to celebrate if they did because of that small matter of the cup final against the Hearts at the weekend. So yeah, I mean, fantastic end to the season for Scottish football, but particularly Rangers. This is a huge week for them. 01419511025 That is the number you need To get in touch No such thing as a quiet Monday On this show But particularly tonight Rangers fans Where even to begin? Are you on your way yet? I like to think we can somehow Reach into corners of Britain and Europe And find people who are on their way Hugh and Jim uh, See what they're up to See where they've been See how many Iron brews they've had along the way uh, Celtic fans How do you look back on a title success? You got the trophy at the weekend It was celebrated Like None before really If you look at how long Fans stayed in the stadium The words of Ange Postacoglu Everything it meant So why not pick up the phone And let us know We can actually talk about The, the final itself It is only two days away So early Team su- suggestions And all those types of things as well 0141 951 And we're here until 8 o'clock So get your calls in Now it is a Monday And I know things were Slightly tearing off in domestic football But You still need to make Some decisions for me Result of the weekend Go Celtic 6 Motherwell 0 If you're going to receive The title in front of 60,000 of your own fans Give them a display Like that Sensational goals From Kyogo From Giacomacus And just a wonderful performance Jim Result of the weekend Yeah I'm going to go About left field uh, Gordon uh, Queen's Park uh, Beating Airdrie 2-1 At Airdrie uh, Airdrie have been the form side Over the last few months Alongside Cove Phenomenal run under Ian Murray 
unfortunately for them, um, pipped at the post. But Queen's Park to get up to the Championship uh, on coils, not even officially appointed mm-hmm. yet. So I'm not quite sure if that uh, you know uh, counts. But for Owen himself um, to to be in the dugout and to to have a a team promoted to the Championship, outstanding. And uh, you know I think congratulations uh, have to go to Queen's yeah, Park. Don't mind that at all. Honourable mentions to everyone else mm-hmm. who did the business in the playoffs as well. Bonnie Rig Rose coming into the SPFL Edinburgh City. We know Inverness are through to the final. Uh, against St Johnson as well What about your goal of the weekend Hugh What tickled your fancy? I'm going Alec Lowry for Rangers mm. At Tynecastle He looked far and away the best The most accomplished player on the park Whether you're in maroon or blue And Rangers have uncovered a gem Yeah I mean I had two Two at the weekend in the same game Giannamakis uh, overhead kick But I think actually the one that beats it is Kyogo mm. I think the the movement you come short, spins, gets in behind. The pass from Anthony Ralston is absolutely top class. And the finish and the composure, the ball comes over your shoulder. You talk to any professional footballer, so it's one of the most difficult uh, techniques you can execute. Executed to perfection. Magnificent goal. Okay, howler of the weekend. Who are we upsetting? Dundee United fans at Dingwall. They went too far. You can be joyous and you can be exultant, but don't go on the park and don't have Tony Watt, one of your own players, saying... You injured me And a teammate Okay Jim Duffy Your howler of the weekend Yeah I was uh, Maybe just uh, a, a day or so before uh, I think that On the Friday I think Well that, that counts uh, Don't you worry Well uh, I have to say Not not like Criticising referees too often But I think Willie Collum Did not have his best night In the, the playoff semi-final where Between um, Abroath and Inverness Sending off two players And both decisions, I think, were incredibly harsh on Inverness. Yeah, I noticed today Inverness have appealed the first one. You can't appeal the second one, but they have appealed that. So anyway, on we go. 0141 951 1025. It's eight minutes past six. You, we've not even really started arguing about anything yet. Yeah. And the phone lines are lighting up. That tells oh. you everything you need to know about the week that we have coming up here. Well, Glasgow's a big place again. You know, Glasgow, the home of Celtic and Rangers... Celtic 60,000 at Celtic Park Ange Postacoglu's words have left them breathless with admiration for the man And they can't wait to get back because he has promised them that Celtic will be bigger and better next season Giovanni Van Bronckhurst off to Seville today with his Rangers players On the verge of what would be a historic achievement 50 years after winning in Barcelona could it be trophy number two in Europe for Rangers? Let's get stuck straight in because, like I say, the phone lines are looking very, very busy indeed. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Now, David is a Rangers fan from Clyde Bank. I don't think you're still in Clyde Bank at the moment, are you, David? Yes, I'm just just about to leave Clyde Bank. Oh, you're just leaving Clyde Bank, right? What's the plan then? Where are you? I was going to say where are you off to? That's a stupid mm-hmm. question. But tell me what happens in between Clyde Bank and Seville. Well, we're heading straight down to the, the Euro Tunnel. Four, four of us driving non-stop. Comes each other driving. We won't arrive there till three o'clock on Wednesday morning. Wow! France, down through Spain. We'll be talking here a, a minibus, a, a, just a normal car, camper van. What's the mode of transport? A motor, a motorhome. This is a motorhome. One of the boy, one of the boys doesn't know any of us at all. He's just piled in with us to go. <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about? One of the other boys is one of the other boys thinks he's going to road with his girlfriend the next day we get back. I, th- I think it's back. <laughs> More importantly, then he's got tickets. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Have you got tickets, David? 
No, no tickets. We're only get tickets for the fan zone. You, there you are. Yeah. You were brought up in this part of the world. Camper vans going from Clyde Bank to Seville. Six people. One of them doesn't even know anyone else. No tickets for the game. I hope we've got passports. I'd like oh, to think so. uh, but uh, people just want to be there in the city. I remember meeting my own son in Paris in 1998. Didn't have a ticket, but he wanted to be in the city when Scotland played Brazil. So he came from London and he just stayed in the city and then he went home. He never Matt, saw the match. Crazy to think he would have been trying to avoid you the full time as well. No, no, no. He always liked his dad to buy him his dinner. Ah, well, there is that. Uh, David, tell me more. How does this one stranger who doesn't know anyone else, how did he get involved? Uh, because he works in MGM Timber and Claybank And I just mm-hmm. happened to tell him we were going And he wanted to jump aboard So we said yes And that was that This year I think that truly sums it up Jim Duffy Yeah I think I know the, the boss here John Thompson I think it's uh, uh, if he's there He used to be uh, a goalkeeper At Mary Hill Junior So there's one for you But anyway uh, it's, listen, fans always want to go there Even back in the day When it used to be every every second year When Scotland used to go to Wembley So many fans went down there And never saw the match Normally because we were a bit inebriated They fell asleep on the bus or at the side In a hotel or something But in this particular journey I think the excitement is just It's adrenaline fueled. It's excitement, it's joyous you know, there's a chance for Rangers to, to, to you know, to be one of the greats. You know, you know, you see teams won in Europe. You know, they're forever remembered. Mm. Fifty years later, people still can r- yeah. run the teams off. So it's a, a, a fantastic occasion for all those Rangers fans going. Uh, it's, it's not quite the jolly boys' holiday on the fools and horses, but as long as it is jolly and everyone's enjoying themselves, and as David said, or taking a turn with the um, driving. driving, fantastic. That, 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 as I said, I love in the memory. I hope the one that they don't know. Has told his family he's going to Seville uh, in case they wonder round about Wednesday afternoon where he is. They could so, have hired me and Gordon as non drinkers exactly. we could, that the, way. We could have done double made shifts a, in the drivers. Yeah. <laughs> um, David, once you get there and all the fun is done from the journey, are you going to win this thing? Oh, most definitely. Most oh, definitely. Most definitely. What do you think, boys? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> They've not even left the G81 area yet And it's sounding lively So I don't know what it'll be like at 2am on Wednesday morning But I'd imagine most Rangers fans heading over Look, you're going anyway As Jim says, it's sort of once in a lifetime Maybe not, twice in a lifetime Whatever it may be Well, it's once in their lifetime Because the majority won't have uh, been... Alive, maybe No, Manchester though Manchester, I was thinking But but anyway, they're, they're going with a real... Real faith, real confidence that it can be done uh, Why not? Why on earth not? Because Rangers have beaten better German teams In this competition This year In Dortmund And in Leipzig Than they're about to face on Wednesday uh, Rangers have been sensational in this tournament they, they haven't arrived there by a quirk of fate They've arrived there because They absolutely deserve to be there On the strength of their results and performances mm-hmm. A tactically astute manager has yeah. been terrific. Um, uh, Giovanni Van Brockhorst has been outstanding uh, tactically in Europe, and that's given them a platform, even when they've not been in their best to see the games mm. out. But listen, there's huge pressure on Frankfurt as well. You know, I enjoy Frankfurt, and I think people tend to forget that because obviously we're only focused on Rangers. But uh, what, what an occasion it's going to be. And, you know, I, I think if Rangers get anywhere near the top level of performance, then I think they'll come back with the trophy. David, will you give us a call on the way back? That's the next question. We most definitely will Good stuff I hope all six of you are there Including the stranger That was David In Clyde Bank uh, Well I say he's, he's he's from Clyde Bank He's still in Clyde Bank At the moment uh, Making his way to Seville Across various other borders So thanks to David I feel that's 
the sort of tone we're going to take <laughs> for the rest of the week. I'm really looking forward to hearing your stories. Uh, the team have flown out, incidentally. Yep. Uh, lovely big private jet at Glasgow Airport today in the pouring rain, just to remind yourself yep. that you're leaving Glasgow and going to somewhere sunnier. Um, and that's when it'll be coming really real for for the players, Jim. Not that yep. it wasn't already. But once you're on that plane, you know where you're heading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a few of the fans will probably come back a little an angry tomato because uh, you know they they'll be sun kissed to say the, say the least. But for the players, yeah, they have to adapt. Gordon, you say they're leaving. Uh, you know, Glasgow. You know, grey, drizzly, um, miserable day going over to Seville. Likely to be very warm, very hot. They have to they have to acclimatise. They have to understand that they may not be able to play at the, exactly the same tempo as they would normally play when they're in Scotland. So just even that couple of days, just getting used to it, the surroundings, familiarity. I think, again, it's good management to get there just a little bit earlier than perhaps they would normally do. Settle into it. Everyone relax. Get, I, I don't mean you can get away from him because we know that phones are there and social media is there. But just detach yourself a little bit from all uh, the publicity and you know everything that surrounds um, mm -hmm. being in a, a, a European final. Uh, thanks again to David and the guys. I'd love to be a... Flying the wall in that camper van The, the, the stranger I'm just going to call him the stranger See how he fits in uh, Jack is a Rangers fan In Shettleston I mean you're in Shettleston Jack You're staying there You're not heading over are you? No I'm staying here guys I'm staying here unfortunately The price was too much Well do you know what Jack We were starting to feel left out Being stuck in this miserable weather So at least um, At least we've got some sort of company What are you thinking then ahead of the game? What's your Your main thoughts? Eh uh, just to put my point really, Hopefully Rangers win But as I say I, I go from hour to hour Thinking I will do it And then Like no god They put out West Ham and Barca And it goes from hour, hour to hour That changes my mind You know It's just mere hope Than anything else <laughs> uh, But my point is like If Rangers win The Europa League Would this be up With Leicester winning The Premier League Considering How much Rangers squad Has been bought for And how much money They've got Compared to the teams They've put out the Leicester story uh, was one that captured the imagination and the, the fairy tale actually came true. You, you, every week you thought, well, the balloon will burst now, but it never did. Uh, so it's forever enshrined in the memory. But if Rangers did win the Europa League, Jack, then yeah, of course, it would be like that because no one in their wildest dreams thought... That, that would be possible at the start of the season This is a season in which Rangers have changed manager In which they have lost the title they won just last season But when it came to European competition They were unfailingly good They had one minor blip against Braga And they made up for it So yeah, it, it, it would be given the size of our country Given how infrequently Scottish teams win European trophies 39 years since Aberdeen won In Gothenburg against Real Madrid So yeah It, it would be a Scottish version of Leicester City Yeah I mean listen uh, You know Jack I think everyone is always looking to try and put, pitch You know what level of success is In comparison to other eras or other teams For me I think that you just enjoy it for <laughs> Where it is today uh, Rather than look to compare it with someone else, I think because everyone will have their views on these things, and you you you're never going to you're never going to be in agreement. I think for Rangers to have 18 games already, I think this will be the 19th game in Europe. That's a tremendously difficult 
tournament as you mentioned some of the teams that are now out like West Ham and Barcelona and mm. Borussia Dortmund and you know a number of other teams Atalanta I think when it, there's, there's so many top teams not there so I think enjoy it rather than look to see whether mm. it's as big an achievement as someone else's not I think that the, the, compa- the comparable thing is is, um, is irrelevant in this particular case it's just about how a momentous occasion it will be for Glasgow Rangers yeah. I think it sums up the feeling perfectly when Jack says you know, he's confident one minute and then he's feeling yeah. the worst the next and that'll just swing back and forward until two minutes to eight on Wednesday <laughs> night I would imagine I mean Jack how, how much confidence does it give you seeing what Rangers have done en route to the final and even what some of these players have achieved in, in previous seasons in European competition No no it definitely does but then if you look at it like against Leipzig we can beat away but then we're really confident about the Ibrox because it was at Ibrox we're not going to get it this time so because that at Ibrox will give the players an extra few yards and an extra more push but we're not going to get it this time so it's a one-off game anything can happen really but that's the worry you know what I mean so it's a fair point Hugh because we've spent a lot of time focusing on how well Rangers have done and they have this this is not to to say that's not the case but Ibrox has played a huge part in that you look yeah, at the course, run yeah. the victory in Dortmund I think is the only away victory in the yeah, entire lost, competition lost because you can do that Leipzig, you know if you've yeah. got two legs you know you, you can manage it and, and Ibrox has been unbelievable teams have come and been blown away time and time again this obviously won't it's just not possible on this occasion I just lifted by the by the occasion mm-hmm. itself you know they'll, they'll go out there Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will speak to them in the dressing room beforehand and underline the nature of the occasion uh, the chance to make history I think Jack is just displaying all the signs of the normal everyday supporter he's get, he's talking about that's a worry uh, having watched his team put out Dortmund and Leipzig and Braga, uh, Braga <laughs> and all the rest of it you know uh, and at the same time, he needs context. He needs to know where does this rank if we get this trophy. Uh, so that's fine. Jack is displaying all the symptoms mm. of the normal, everyday supporter who will find sleep difficult tonight and on Tuesday. I'm still thinking about David and the guys who are now just on the Clydeside <laughs> Expressway on their way to Seville. They're, they're making good progress. It's probably the first also, do, you know what, do you know what I forgot to mention as well? I can't believe he left this bit out. Seriously, David obviously froze in his big moment on the radio. He's just told producer Callum it's also his wedding anniversary. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, listen, there's some different ways to celebrate your wedding anniversary. So, congratulations, he, David. He's a brave man. Thanks to Jack. <laughs> Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals. I don't know, hypothetically you've spent too much money hiring a camper van and you've forgotten your anniversary so you've got a lot of making up to do. Something like that. You need some money. Well, how does over £36,000 in tax-free cash sound? You have got less than one week to enter Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals. I know you a lot better than you think. I know some of you have been putting this off, listening to me every night and thinking, ah, I've got till the end of the season. Well, it's the end of the season, so do not put this any longer. We had nine goals at the weekend for Celtic and Rangers combined that pushed us over the 36 grand barrier and there are two more games to go for Rangers so that means the jackpot could and should be even higher but you can't win if you don't enter time is running out so if you want to be over £36,000 richer 
And who doesn't Then text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It is £2 Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close after the cup final on Saturday 6pm Saturday the 21st of May So for your chance to be the winner One more time Text GOAL to 61025 More calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are in the building And they're both wanting to hear from you Some of you are miles away from the building Quite frankly on your way to Seville uh, So get your calls in 0141-951-1025 I see some breaking news actually um, that our old pal Alex Ray is staying on as the Reading assistant what? manager. Paul Ince has got the job, mm-hmm. and all I can think you, some people will do anything to avoid being bottom of the beat the pundit table. Or, the embarrassment was too much, and he's he's gone. Or giving me a lift home. I mean, the, uh, my driver's gone, <laughs> but he's uh, he's done well. He and Paul Ince have done exceptionally well. The Fulfilled the remit They were asked to keep Reading up They did Still bottom of the table Alex Do not think we've forgotten <laughs> 01419511025 Let's hear from Ian Who's a Rangers fan From Shots Same question to you Ian Are you in Shots Or somewhere else at the moment? Yeah! <laughs> we're currently driving through Somewhere in France <laughs> Destination soon... unknown <laughs> As soon as the cheer started Hugh I thought that's not shots And I was going to say No one cheers to be in shots no, That's unfair to the lovely people of I, love, a, a, I love that A wonderful part of though. the country Destination unknown <laughs> <laughs> I was lost in France Was that Bonnie Tyler? Bonnie or? Tyler yeah, yeah. yeah Right Ian come on then How many of you What are you in a car A camper van A horse and cart What is it? There's four is cramped in here A big Mandeo But It's him. <laughs> Is that the Mendeo or, or, or a driver? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you got one one designated driver, are you splitting the responsibility? Ah, uh, there's three doing shifts on it. It's my shift, doesn't it? The night. <laughs> so hold on, who's the one person that doesn't need to drive this entire trip? Oh, the young brother Gary Barr. He's the only one that's drinking it for you. Well, I hope so. Given that the other three of you are driving, um, Gary Barr is the luckiest man. Yeah. In the world, Jim. Mm-hmm. Four of them. He's the only one that's not driving. Yeah, I, I must Result? admit. Uh, on on occasion, Gordon, I've taken people home who have had a few drinks. I mean, you're it, talking like yeah. city centre to Mary Hill. I'm talking twenty minutes, and twenty minutes is twenty minutes too long. <laughs> so driving for two or three days, Ian, my sympathy goes out to whoever is the driver because I know they all want to celebrate and want to enjoy themselves. But you have to be disciplined. But hopefully, there's no too many sombreros in that so uh, Monday as well because view. you'll 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 never be able to move. Uh, but as long as as long as everyone uh, is Enjoys. safe and enjoying it, make sure the cars and Good condition Ian what's the plan Match Have you got tickets For the stadium Is that a fan zone Is that still unknown We've got, we've got tickets For the other stadium See the one mm-hmm. That's got the screens in it mm-hmm. We've got four tickets For that uh, But see the hardest part Of this trip Was trying to order A Burger King In French <laughs> <laughs> What is French For Whopper Hugh You're good oh. with your French no, is, is that no. like Pulp Fiction When you ask, <laughs> you ask that question I think Je, Samuel L. Jackson Je ne sais quoi <laughs> Uh, Ian, when are you due to arrive? Uh, we should get there maybe about three o'clock in the morning. Okay, I think t- we're only maybe about we're only about maybe twenty miles to the border. 
That sounds good to me Hugh. That sounds like right. they're making fine progress I, yeah, I, th- I think I think was it Jackie Alarone was driving or David said that they were going to get at 3 in the morning anyway So there's they obviously a, co- a convoy that's mm. all going to merge into Seville at 3 in the morning I think the, uh, the, the, the those those uh, Seville bars and restaurants better make sure they've got a late licence How do you feel about the game Ian? I'm confident, very confident I honestly think we'll win 2-1 I feel like, again I said it I feel like there must be a level of confidence Hugh if you're going to turn up and say You know we're definitely going to win it And Frankfurt shouldn't turn up That's obviously crazy But if you've done what Rangers have done to get here You can at the same time acknowledge that Frankfurt Are obviously decent That's why they're here Whilst remembering that they're not a European superpower So you must have a level of confidence Every fan that phones surely Well on the basis of results achieved in the competition this season Of course you must have a level of confidence At the same time in uh, Super Scoreboard in Frankfurt tonight They're saying of course you must have a level of confidence Because we've beaten Barcelona We've beaten West Ham mm-hmm. uh, So It's an even match And fans Like Ian and Jack and David before him Will go through all the agonies But Ian says 2-1 And you know If he still feels that way when he wakes up on Wednesday morning In the Mondeo That'll be fine I think they might have to stay a few extra days. Ian, have, have you any plans uh, for staying a little bit longer if you win? Because obviously you'll be celebrating, so there's no way you can drive back straight after the game, surely, if, you, if Rangers well, win. Well, out the four years, there's only one at Disney drink at all, so we're maybe, we'll leave it maybe about two or three in the morning after we got to celebrate. Another one will drive. Wow, straight back into the car. And back in time for the cup final. Back in time for the cup final <laughs> And the, the parade on the Sunday we hope <laughs> Ian, yeah. I wish you well, honestly The thought of it, brilliant That was Ian in France, was it? From somewhere Shots. in France Just leaving a Burger King drive through In uh, in France somewhere mm-hmm. Thank you to Ian and the guys <laughs> in the Mondeo Keep a look out for them uh, if you can That's my real aim, right? I'm easily amused My aim here <laughs> is that we can connect people Who are on their own journeys to Seville So somewhere else in France mm. Someone is listening Sees the Mondeo And thinks I just heard them Because yeah. I can spot The Burger King <laughs> rapper Floating about in the back Follow them uh, Ian from Shots Thank you very much 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB um, Let's keep going Roger is in Uddingston You're back You're definitely in Uddingston though Roger You've not got some Journey to tell me about Do you? Even guys Even Jim even Hi Roger Thank you Listen Um I am going out tomorrow morning. My son finishes night shift. He's coming straight here. And then there's five of us driving from here to Cardiff. And then Cardiff at 20 past six flight tomorrow night to Cardiff to Faro. Overnight stay in Faro. Hire a car. Meet my pal and his boys driving to Seville. And then we'll go into the, one of the fan zones. I think it's the ground where Celtic Portal played in 2003. Mm-hmm. So we'll get tickets for that. And then uh, hopefully we'll see Mr. Tavernier lift the trophy and then back to his overnight stay in Seville and coming back, Faro, Madrid, Lanzarote, Cardiff and drive back up and hopefully pay for the cup for you on Saturday. That's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> 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 uh, listen, uh, Roger, Hugh actually lost a pair of sandals in that stadium back in 2003. <laughs> they slipped out of his bag, so if you can pick them up and send them here, Still the Calum, ankle socks them. he'll pay for the postage <laughs> if you can send them back. But Hugh, that's going to be the reality. It doesn't take a, a brilliant mathematician to figure out that the vast majority of people going won't be in the stadium. There's only 9,000 tickets. Yeah. 
It'll be, I don't know, 10 times that You would imagine fans going over So I mean, fan zones and everywhere else That's going to be the, the majority As I said, of Roger and others They're clocking up air miles That an astronaut would be proud of uh, And to go all that way to watch it on a screen When you could have stayed in the house And watched it on a screen But it's the atmosphere, it's, to it's be the there. Yeah, of course it is uh, Being a fan Yeah as you, said, you know, you, you, you might never in your lifetime Have that opportunity again No To no. be in that environment mm. I remember uh, in Seville 2003 Meeting Jim Kerr Simple Minds mm-hmm. And he came over the road to say Phew And he said I've just been embraced by Jim Kerr <laughs> Uh, as name I wander dropping. along, he's name ah, dropping right, Jim. I know that's it. There'll be all sorts of people. Now. Mm. But the thing is, the thing about fans is, is Roger saying, you, you know that those type of journeys. You know, particularly if Rangers win it. You know, the, 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 it's almost like you know you score a fifteen yarder, but twenty five years later it's a forty yarder. So before you know it, Rogers went from you know from here to you know. Yeah. Or the dotties He's going to say I've travelled for six weeks Yeah to but get another there. four or five countries Getting mentioned The, the, the longer the, the, the longer this uh, stays in the mind But listen It's a fanta- fantastic For all the fans mm. to, to do that And it just shows you How much the, the, the club means to them Because Anyone who puts in That amount of effort To get there And watch it In a, in a oh, fan yeah. zone uh, Just has to, has to yeah. be applauded uh, Roger I wonder if And we'll maybe find out The difference here When we get through the calls the fans who are travelling I wonder if you're too busy Thinking about your travel To have actually thought About the game yet And whether the nerves Are setting in for the game Or if this stuff's A nice distraction You know I think it was at a caller A couple of, couple of uh, 20 minutes or so And it, it, I'm the same uh, One minute I'm thinking You know We can do it Because we've beaten All these good teams And I thought they're a good team as well They put a lot of good teams And it's a 50-50 It's not Ibrox We've got the Rockets fans behind us They'll have their Rockets fans We'll have ours uh, it's it's set up for a perfect storm for a perfect football match. I, I, I generally carry away. Yeah, I've been tossed and turning. It's only just hit me today. I finished work two days. I'm off for the next four days, and I should probably travelling. Um, I'm, I'm going with my two sons. My youngest son, he, he's 21 in June, so his, his Christmas his birthday present was Braga. So I went to Braga. And my oldest son's 30. He's just turned 30, so this is his present to go to to the, the final. But uh, as Jim says, we're fans and you really miss it. I've got a lot of pals of Celtic fans were there in 2003. And it's just what the Glaswegians do. It's just what the Scots do. And I, I just carry it. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't take the pressure off you because you want to win every game that you're in. So that's why Roger feels the way he does. Uh-huh. But the... the number of times Scottish clubs make it to European finals, which is not very many, you look at the, the way that, that Rangers run to Manchester was... Lauded, you look at the way Celtic fans celebrated getting to Seville So that there is an achievement already done It's already ticked off I'm not saying you then just kick back and don't care if you win the game But you know, even getting this far There should be a sense of satisfaction there surely I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst should be glad That his players are not listening to this programme Because They might be If you Allowed players to listen for two hours to stories of how people are getting there, how they're getting back, how they're ignoring their wedding anniversary, how it's their uh, kids' birthdays, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Mondeo cars. I'm not been a driver. I don't know what Mondeo car is, but if you were a Rangers player listening to this, you'd be thinking, how could we let these people down now? All right, we've done the hard part. We've got here. We have been. Magnificent against Borussia Dortmund and Leipzig and Braga. How could we let people down now? You never know, Jim. I, I wonder if the right amount of that stuff is good for you. Yeah. Knowing what's at stake and 
spurring you on and seeing what it means to people? Yeah, I think there's elements of that. Uh, you know, we, we can only speak for, for for Rangers. Obviously, there's a similar scenario with uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. But for Rangers, I think the the, the more nervous occasion was the semi final. I, I definitely do. Um, you know, you could see that nervousness when it went to two one, and you could sense it in the ground. As I said, right up until that moment, the Rangers fans were unbelievable driving their team forward. But as soon as, soon as um, Braga scored, everyone got a little bit nervous. All of a sudden, a couple of back passes and square passes were, oh, everybody's like, oh, wait a minute, what are we doing here? But to get over that hurdle, I think, is actually release the pressure a little bit. Because as you say, Gordon, yeah, you listen, you're not just turning up there for the occasion. You want to win it. But I do believe that that nervousness was was um, was more in the semi-final than it would be in the final I think the final will be an occasion mm. and you're right 9,000 tickets there's probably about 15,000 Rangers fans in the, in the ground they'll get tickets here left, right and centre from everywhere similar to, to, to Frankfurt so there'll still be an enormous uh, Rangers contingent there in comparison to the, to the, the, the whole crowd and I think there'll be a fantastic mm. atmosphere but for me I think they will be a little bit more relaxed than they may well have been in the semi-final Yeah, yeah. to the semi-final yeah. Roger, good man Safe travels Enjoy your trip That was Roger in Uddingston About to go to Cardiff and Faro and Seville And Milan and Lanzarote And, and so <laughs> on And maybe Hamden at the weekend If he makes it Rangers have arrived in Seville By the way I'm sure you saw the pictures earlier uh, Of them at Glasgow Airport They are now in Seville They've come off the plane They've boarded the team bus Kimar Roof is there I wonder what you You read into that Rangers fans Pick up the phone and let us know 0141 951 1025 and we'll speak to you next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here. It's 0141-951-1025 And by and large, we've been hearing from Rangers fans somewhere between here and Seville. It's been great fun. I'm just imagining all the journeys, all the different combinations, destinations and uh, some of the conversations that will be going on in the cars as well Honoured actually Humbled That you would be listening to us Whilst you're on your way there That really does mean a lot to us So keep in touch Pick up the phone And let us know your feelings And I believe actually After 7 o'clock Are we going to be crossing To Seville Live For the first time this week uh, So I'm looking forward uh, To that In the not too distant future Producer Callum's shaking his head at me As if that might not happen Are we not? No? Oh, alright, okay I thought oh, I'll shake a nod yeah, he, he, he didn't <laughs> nod it, He nodded at first didn't he? <laughs> ah, ah right okay never mind maybe maybe we're not false advertising <laughs> uh, but we are on Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, Graham Gunyan's on Twitter he says I'm loving these stories of how everyone is getting to Seville not for me though I'm getting married 2pm Friday afternoon oh. any other weekend I'd be there I'm not trusted to be back in time apparently <laughs> that's for the best isn't yeah, it let's be honest the bride's allowed to be late not the groom especially coming back from Seville and you imagine if Rangers won that would be, uh, yeah, I think did you, did you read very the, risky. <laughs> did you read the Graham Sooner story? No. He's in Spain. He'll be in Spain mm. on Wednesday. But he can't go to the game. His daughter's getting married in another part Seriously? of Spain. Yeah. And there are loads like this. I was in Glasgow Airport today, walking, just turning round and coming back, and uh, saw a gentleman, big old Rangers tattoo on his leg, and he said, oh, you know, Gordon, are you heading over? Sadly not. I assume you are. No, I'm going to Marmaris with the missus. <laughs> I booked this last year. I have to go <laughs> in Turkey. So, uh, that's a, a busy old time of year. Uh, so, anyway, listen, there's some good Ranger stuff coming up in about 10 minutes' time, 15 minutes just after seven o'clock. So, let's take the opportunity to hear from Ange Postacoglu because it was a monumental weekend for Celtic. This time last year, 
Disaster Catastrophe as Hugh would say Everyone writing them off So much negativity No manager And so on And now they've got their hands On the Premiership Trophy How did it feel to Ange Postacoglu? It's hard to put into words Because you know it, it, kind of Everyone knows the story we, We've worked so hard And, and you know we, we've, we've had to sort of Had a real narrow focus About what we were trying to achieve this year not get distracted and you know when you've got that sort of tunnel vision and then you finally get there and and to be fair you know we won it Wednesday night but you got the sense even then the players and, and even the staff were you know it's still not job done you know we, we want to finish it off um, in the right way today and uh, you know, every week I challenge them every game I said look let's make today's game our best game of the year. It doesn't always happen, but you go in there with that intent, and it was the same today, you know. And um, so, you know, when I, when I kind of think about, because they're human beings, they're not robots. Uh, the fact that again, you know, this group, you know, produced a performance like that when, you know, for all intents and purposes, they didn't have to. Um, it's just, I guess, pride's the biggest thing because you you, you kind of get to this point and you you look around at you know, the joy it brings people, whether that's players, staff, people who work for the football club, our fans, and, you know, just take enormous pride out of it. Oh, we've said that before, Hugh, is the rarest of circumstances in Scottish football where you get to mid-May and both sets of fans have got something to be happy about. Now, we could extend this phone into 5am talking about who should be happier, but I don't think you need that. No. You just acknowledge that for the first time in a long time, it's mid-May and they've both got something to be happy about. You saw what it meant to the Celtic fans to get that trophy at the weekend. Ange had me worried there when he started off with it's hard to put into words because I've rarely heard a more articulate representative of his club than Ange Postacoglu. Everything he says is memorable. Uh, and I would slightly take issue with him saying that at the end of the day they're human beings and not robots. There was an almost robotic consistency about Celtic and that's why they're champions because... After six games, everyone knows the picture. They'd lost 50% of them. The next 32 games, 32, not one defeat. So there was a robotic but entertaining quality about Celtic. 32 games, the last one of all, turned out to be as memorable and as entertaining as any of them. 6 nothing against Motherwell. So 32 games in a row, no defeats. That's why they won the title Jim I know you were all across that game at the weekend yeah. So we'll get your thoughts once Robbie uh, On the line gets introduced What's on your mind as a Celtic fan This weekend or at the end of this weekend Robbie Good evening guys Hello. Yeah I was at the game um, On Saturday And I was happy with Celtic's performance I was actually quite glad That Ange Postercoglu put out a Pretty much a full, full strength team um, rather than just flood it with five or six youngsters or guys that have not been playing a lot recently because at the end of the day is the last game of the season, trophy day I can see his point he wanted to go out the way he did you know, playing well and looking for a, a good performance and a good result and going by the result and the performance that they got on the day um, that's fully vindicated his decision to put out that full strength team now going on to next season I'd like to make my point to Jim Duffy Jim a lot of the Celtic fans uh, as you know Jack Amakis and Kyogo are very different strikers but they're quite prolific 
And a lot of Celtic fans have been saying, we need to get the two of them and the team at the same time. Now, going by Ange Postacoglu's history, he doesn't play a 3-5-2 or a 4-4-2. But in Japan, now, the season that he won the J-League with uh, Yokohama Marinos, he actually played the 4-2-3-1 system 50% of his games in the system he plays just now, the 4-3-3 I think it was only 12% so uh, history shows he does play the 4-2-3-1 which Neil Lennon played and Van Bronckhorst plays with it just now with Rangers. I was just wondering Jim do you think that Kyogo and Jack Amakis in the 4-2-3-1 if fans does play it next season um, you could maybe play Kyogo just behind Jack Amakis in the number 10 position What do you think Jim? Yeah, not, not for me, Robbie. I think you also look at the amount of goals Celtic scored. Celtic scored an absolutely unbelievable amount of goals. Kyogo scored 20 goals all, all, in all competitions, having missed pretty much half a season. Janimakis, uh, almost similar, ended up finished joint top uh, league goal scorer uh, with Hongbo, I think it was at... Uh, no, with uh, Regan uh, Charles, Regan Cook, Charles yeah. Cook, sorry, up at uh, Ross County. Again, you know, it took a long time to say to land and get yourself fit and stuff like that. So, no, I, I think you're right in what you say. They're completely different strikers and you need that. You need those type of options. Kyogo can play wide. Um, uh, listen, a, a little bit to see whether the two of them play in the same team, but if it is, Kyogo would play in the wide area and, and Giannimakis would play through the, the middle. There's obviously a, deci- a big decision to be made on Jota. Can they, can they can they sign him? Can they afford him? Does he want to be there? All these sort of things. Celtic obviously would love to have him. He was a huge player for Celtic as well. But no, I, I don't think Robin. And I think we've had you know this discussion before with previous managers as well who play one striker. It's pretty common. In fact, it's the most common. It's rare now, as you say, unless someone plays three at the back, that, that someone will play two. Mm-hmm. And playing that one behind, because Kyogo wants to play higher up. He wants to play on the shoulder. He's, he's goal at the weekend, as we mentioned at the start of the programme, Gordon. Spinning in behind, getting in behind on the shoulder defenders. That's where he's electric. That's where he's dynamic, and that's where he's the most effective. So I don't see him playing in those little pockets. It's not his style. Giannimakis, you know, obviously higher up, he's more a penalty box player uh, and linking up the play. But for me, I think Celtic at this moment in time, I've got two fantastic strikers. I think a pre-season behind them. They've now got the knowledge of a Scottish game. They've got the knowledge of the way the manager works as well. Uh, and their teammates, I think they'll be even better. If they stay fit next year, both of them could score over 20 goals relatively comfortably the way. And just going on, I thought Celtic were breathtaking at the weekend. Absolutely breathtaking. I think they were a joy to watch the football they played at times was exhilarating and I think you know on a beautiful sunny day when Celtic were getting presented with the trophy they couldn't give their fans any more of a, of a send off in the manner that they achieved it uh, Robbie how did it feel to see it all finalised if you like I know you knew Celtic had won the league anyway but, but trophy day it seemed from here there was a real air of celebration about it all Yeah it was a, a really really good day Gordon um, I've actually been I'm not a season ticket holder But I go to most of the games um, I was at most of the Well all the Euro- European games And uh, the cup games That were at Celtic Park um, I would just like to make a point About uh, Idiguchi to, to Jim And obviously Hugh can chip in as well uh, how, how much do you think He can play next season uh, Jim See when he's came on Funnily enough Everybody thinks him as this uh, Number six uh, The holding midfielder 
But when he actually came on in the quarter-final of the Scottish Cup, he got, came on as a sub after his injury. That was um, against Rafe Rovers at Celtic Park. He actually came on as a, as a number eight position. And again, at the weekend, he came on as a number eight. And he was putting off... A, 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 there was a good ball he played through to Jack Amakis. Um, again, I'm going to go back to what we could see for him because one of the Japanese journalists says that the thing about Idaguchi is um, he's quite hot and cold. If Ange can get a good tune out of him, he's got an absolutely outstanding player. He was actually the Gia League's um, promising uh, player. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, on yeah, the basis that... We've not a chance to see much of him here, no, have we? On the basis that Ange Postacoglu brought him to Glasgow, then he clearly feels he can get a tune out of him. Uh, you're right Gordon None of us have seen enough Of Iriguchi To know Where he ranks You know the Maeda First class signing Kyogo Goes without saying First class signing Rio Hatati First class signing uh, Iriguchi was very unfortunate to, to play against Alawa On that day When the tackling Was a bit Out of control uh, Robust Well Have it your own way <laughs> um, But we don't know but we will know all about him for sure at the start of next season. Uh, thank you, Robbie. Any other thoughts on Trophy Day at Celtic Park? You're more than welcome to get those calls in. In the meantime, it's time for us to kick off yet another weekend of another week, I should say, of this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on. Don't miss out This is your final week of the season On Beat the Pundit I know some of you have been listening all season long And thinking I could do that I know more than them Well now is the chance to step up to the plate 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans are here What a week we have in store Rangers fans are on their way To Seville The team are there already Celtic are celebrating Getting their hands On the Premiership Trophy At the weekend Relegation And promotion Pretty much sorted In all the divisions Apart from either Inverness Or St Johnson To decide who will play In the top flight next season So there is a lot going on 01419511025 uh, we are going to hear some more Rangers content after this because this is always a fixture of the evening. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/football. Right, beat the pundit time. Producer Callum, how many do we have left? Six, six shows. Six beat the pundits, if you like. Two sign balls. That's all we ask from you Is that you manage that ratio Two balls mm-hmm. Six shows Don't blow it alright Too much pressure Sammy is in Greenock How's it going Sammy? Hi not too bad How are you? Good Not bad at all Are you feeling confident? Eh I don't know I've done it for a while oh, Fair enough oh, So you've played before a while ago have you? I've not a few times I. He's a serial player But it can't, can't be It can't yeah, be A couple of balls back Because so we're moving out of shot We're getting shot Yeah well yeah exactly But Listen hopefully it doesn't get to that because hopefully uh, you two do the business Now I'm always team listener Always But I think You know In these circumstances Producer Callum's panicking The credit card's <laughs> been strained uh, I might need to back you two tonight So what we'll do Is we will toss the coin If it's heads It will be Hugh Keevans And if it's tails It will be Jim Duffy And it is heads It's Hugh up against Sammy From Greenock So 
Let's give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't steal the answers Sammy, 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know, okay? Okay Right, let's go then 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Which Spanish side topped Rangers Champions League group During their 08 UEFA Cup final run? Barcelona Who managed Celtic the last time they won the league Not as reigning champions? Name the only person to score a Scottish Premiership hat-trick at the weekend uh, Pass How many teams did Craig Beatty win the Scottish Cup with? Two Which goalkeeper made the most saves in the Scottish top flight this season? Craig Gordon Name either player sent off for Rangers this season uh, In the league, sorry In the league Kamara Okay, let's bring Hugh back Can you hear us, Hugh? I can Same set of questions, shall we? Okay. Yeah, producer Callum's been making them very tough towards the end of the season. It's obviously doesn't want to give the sign balls away. Anyway, Hugh, are you ready? I am. Which Spanish side topped Rangers Champions League group during their 08 UEFA Cup final run? Valencia. Who managed Celtic the last time they won the league not as reigning champions? Martin. Name the only person to score a Scottish Premiership hat trick at the weekend. Um. James Scott How many teams did Craig Beatty win the Scottish Cup with? Two Which goalkeeper made the most saves in the Scottish top flight this season? Craig Gordon Name either player sent off for Rangers in the league this season Um, Aribo Okay, Sammy, what do you think? What's the verdict? Oh, I didn't do too well there Hmm. Well, you got the first one right and you didn't So you went 1-0 in front Barcelona So Rangers dropped out of the Champions League into the UEFA Cup and, and went to the final who managed Celtic the last time they won the league not as reigning champions? It was Neil Lennon, the 2011-12 season. Oh. You both went Martin and Neil, incidentally. So it's 1-0 to Sammy at this stage. The only player to score a Scottish Premiership hat-trick at the weekend was James Scott. So it's an equaliser for Sammy. Craig Beatty won the Scottish Cup with two teams, Celtic and Hearts. Craig Gordon made the most saves, so we're level after five questions. It's a good game. And name either player sent off for Rangers in the league this season Just a couple of weeks ago, Hugh Balgan for Park Or Ryan Kent against Aberdeen So none of you got it, which means we're on to the tiebreaker Sammy, are you up for that? Aye, maybe Oh my Oh, look at this question as well This is brutal Um, Okay, here's the deal I'm going to ask the question I'll get Hugh to write his answer down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt, Sammy, okay? Okay Let's do it The top five longest-serving players in the Scottish Premiership are Considine, Stevenson, Hanlon, Davidson and Forrest. How many years have they been at their clubs combined? The top five longest-serving players in the Premiership, Considine, Stevenson, Hanlon, Davidson and Forrest. How many years at their clubs combined? Hugh, show me your answer, please. Okay, Sammy, what are you going for? Eh, 68... Oh no Oh no I hate when this happens Oh this is a twice a season Phenomenon at worst Hugh said 68 as well What a nightmare Is it a hidden camera? Oh no Do you know what's brutal about that? You've both done spectacularly well It's 66 So on another night Right back up tiebreaker It is get ready Get your pen ready again Hugh How many career goals did Chris Boyd score for club and country? Write it down, please. How many career goals did Chris Boyd score for club and country? Write it down. Show me your answer, please. 
Okay, what are you going for, Sammy? 278 278 Hugh Keevan says 215 The answer Is 300 Well done Sammy oh, On a second tiebreaker The super scoreboard equivalent Of an, a penalty shootout That goes to sudden death Well done That was revenge Hugh You beat me before Oh Ooh, well Good luck Sammy That was weird Best served cold That means we're down to one sign ball For the rest of the season Five <laughs> shows left One sign ball No more defeats for the pundits well, one more, but you catch my drift. It's pretty strange, both of them take 68. I hate when that happens, because usually I've only got one tiebreaker question, but luckily on this occasion, producer Callum was on standby uh, with another. All right, 0141-951-1025. And we are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. Now, there's lots coming out of Rangers' trip to Seville, as you would expect. You know, we're talking about on the field and who plays, who doesn't, the chances of winning, talking about journeys to get there, Trials and tribulations of getting a ticket um, And it's gone even further than that Now I'm sure you've heard this Hugh I know you keep right up to speed with your popular culture uh, A local band have released a song Inspired by Rangers reaching the Europa League final I'm sure you've heard of St Phoenix Because here at Clyde One we play um, Some of their songs on air fairly regularly Brothers Stevie and Al Jukes Make up the band They are big Rangers fans I don't think there's any secret And they have been uh, working away To try and come up with a tune uh, To mark Rangers journey to the Europa League final. You gave us something to believe. We follow you, so make us dream. Now make us dream. Now, what they didn't know when they wrote it is that you singing along to it and tapping your toe, that, that's as good as it gets. I think that's all the, oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the, vin- the vindication that they need. Now, I'm pleased <laughs> to say that we're joined on the line by them both. I think Stevie and Al are both on the line. How's it going, lads? How's it going, everybody? How's it going, guys? Now, Hugh Keevans is tapping his toe along to the tune, so you've got a fan already. Uh, th- things you never thought you would hear. Tell us a bit about the process then. I think it's obvious where the inspiration comes from, but the time frame and so on, when, when did you decide and how did this all come together? Uh, well, we were at the, the Leipzig game um, and we played the fan zone before it and um, we got hospitality. It was a great game and we had one too many drinks and then after the final whistle, I had said to one of the marketing guys when he had a song I've wrote by the way it's an absolute belter and his eyes lit up and uh, I hadn't actually wrote the song um, it was just <laughs> an idea and then uh, I said to my manager about it um, and he had emailed the record label and said to everybody that uh, the boys have got um, the official song of, uh, of Rangers which was also not true um, but um, <laughs> so we had to get in the studio in the, on the Sunday and we spent all day and we put it together, but um, it's came together um, really well and it's something that we're, we're really proud of. Yeah, see, I've got sources, you're right, I can vouch for that story. I've seen video footage of you two being sprayed in the face with champagne after that game. So I'm not going to reveal uh, yeah. where, where that came from, but that made its yeah. way to my uh, my phone this afternoon. Uh, and obviously you got some reaction, if you like, from the club. The club are on board with this and, and are all for it. That must be uh, a hugely proud thing for you both. Absolutely unbelievable. I think that um, said that you said Deborah and the, the couple of minutes ago, we're, we're no secret we're Rangers fans, we're season ticket holders for years, and um, you know we, especially over our last couple of songs, you know we think that being inspired by something and writing writing something that inspires you is, is very important. Is is in a band and being an artist, and when we saw that, it, you know, we had to we had to write it right away. So what's the plan then? I made a, a bit of a backside of myself and I'm just going to blame you two. So earlier on in the show I said we're going to go live to Seville and this is what I had in mind because I thought you two were there. Now you're not, but you are, you are going, yes? Yes, uh, God, we're travelling tomorrow 
Um, right, but right now we're at Glasgow Fort buying shorts. Um, I'm putting a wee bit of weight, so my shorts don't fit me in the house. <laughs> Priorities. You uh, listen. Rock stars like yourself must have a more uh, easy journey than some that we've been hearing. What's the route? Um, we are lucky. We're, we're going straight to to uh, Seville. Ah, I knew Wednesday. it. You know, we have uh, the private jet. Private jet. He's wearing he's wearing shorts. I'm wearing leather trousers. So <laughs> ready to go. I knew it, Hugh. You can't, you can't even local rock stars traipsing through different countries and continents. You can't go, go the direct route. Just wondering if Stevie and Al want to get back. You know, I mean, in my Christmas videos, I've had <laughs> Shaking Stevens and Jim Care and you know people. Like that. I'm just wondering if they could write a song that features Specky Tube. <laughs> I will def- we'll definitely write a song about eating cold beans here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a good man. <laughs> How to make that sound interesting. Um, right. Sure, the sound effects, yeah. That's plenty. <laughs> People are eating their dinner. Um, right, with the Rangers hat on, then, you know, as fans, and I guess a, a little bit in terms of what you're doing musically, what, what does it mean to you to sort of have this opportunity? What does it mean to you personally? Um, it's just, I think that. Um, being in the final is a, is kind of a it's a one once in a lifetime thing. Obviously, we got to to Manchester the last time, but we didn't do it. But I think we've got a genuine chance of of winning. Um, we've outplayed every outscored every team we've, we've come up against. We're putting some amazing European performances, and I just it feels good. Uh, and it, we're, we're quietly confident. And um, I guess being playing sm- some small part um, along the way and, and just before the final is, is it really is um, really special to us. And I'm not sure you need any extra joy attached to a potential victory, but to have the song sort of played along with the celebrations, whether it's on videos or you know at stadiums or fan zones or whatever, you dreaming about that moment already? Oh, I'd be. You know what it's like with with, with fans up in Scotland. If um, if we manage to to bring home the trophy on Wednesday, then you know who knows what will happen. But um, again, we're just we're just happy to be play a small part, and, and we just can't wait for for Wednesday. What I'm going to do, right, because I feel like we've bummed you up too much, just going to bring you crashing right back down to earth. Just a wee tongue-in-cheek one, just to remind you of how Glasgow works. You had been on the phone exactly 35 seconds when a Celtic fan phoned in to say that you've ripped the song off someone else. So I'll leave that with you, and I hope you two, <laughs> I hope you two enjoy the short shopping, enjoy the trip, and I hopefully we speak to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Enjoy your trip. Good men. That was Stevie and Alan from St. Phoenix. Living the dream, Hugh Keevans. Oh, combining what? your two loves. Yeah, and uh, it's very good. Uh, I can see that anthem. Yeah, I can see it in your places. record. I can I can see along your record collection. I can see it, Johnny Mitchell. She's going to download it tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can see Johnny Mitchell, Patsy Cline. Yeah, what's uh, um, Tony Tom Morrison, Bennett. Tony Bennett, and then yeah. straight into Stevie and Allen. St Phoenix. There we go. Well done to the guys. <laughs> Hopefully, they enjoy their trip tomorrow. Buying shorts. We've all been there That post-lockdown When you try on stuff And you're like mm. <laughs> That happened to me When I went for See for the black suit For, for Fraser's oh, do oh, yeah, Remember yeah, I had yeah. to get Delivered yeah, here yeah, last yeah. minute That was why Anyway Well done again to the guys uh, And by all means Get out there And download the song I'm not sure mm-hmm. Hugh has the capability To do that But the rest of you do So go you out do there. it on a Nokia? Uh, <laughs> no Absolutely not 01419511025 We've got Sarah Jane Who's a Rangers fan from Rutherglen, what's your plan over the next couple of days, Sarah Jane? Hi, yeah, so uh, we're actually travelling down in the car to Yorkshire just now. Um, so we're staying here tonight and then we're getting the flight from Liverpool tomorrow, about four o'clock-ish, to go over to Malaga. Um, so hopefully we'll get into the fan zone from there. We've got tickets for the fan zone on Wednesday. 
so we'll get the train through hopefully or a bus um, through to the, the fan zone. Brilliant. How many of you are going then? What's the what's the makeup? Who are you with? So my dad and my brother. So uh, I'm still over, not over them going to Manchester without me when I was eight. So <laughs> this is me getting my back to my first time, my first final, European final. So yeah, I'm buzzing, absolutely buzzing. How good is it to be able to share those experiences with your family? You know, we're having a bit of fun and, and poking fun at the, the journeys and so on. What does it mean to you to be able to share that? It's amazing. Well, we go to Ibrox, um, we're all season ticket holders. I've been a season ticket holder since I was eight, and so is my brother. He's now 28. So we go to every game together, uh, and we've been to every round up until now. So I'm absolutely delighted that we've, we're going over. I'm buzzing. I've been knitting my dad's head to book tickets from before Leipzig, so we had our tickets booked from before then. Brilliant. Now, and with no disrespect meant to some of the, the, the previous players and so on, you'll have had to endure some fairly... Dark moments, I guess, over the, that time as a season ticket holder. Does that make this even more special? Absolutely. We've been, like, obviously going to the, all the matches from way down in the, the bottom of the leagues, and it's just amazing to be back where we're going, to be honest, and obviously now exceeding that. Um, obviously, let the, the league slip away this year, but um, we'll get there again next year, hopefully. Um, but we'll focus on the Europa League final, hopefully bring that home. So, I'm buzzing. I mean, Jim Duffy, it was only seven years ago Your Mortonside were going there and holding Rangers to a two-all yeah. draw And now they're playing in European finals Yeah, listen, it's amazing for, for Sarah Jane and her family She said there, you know, her brother and her, 20 years, you know, going and supporting the club Through the, you know, the, the, the difficult times But then to, to reach a European final It's fantastic, it's fantastic for the family As I say, it's, it's you know, the memories I've, I've spoke before about you know, my own daughter said want to go to see Scotland mm. in a major championship and when Scotland did qualify it was COVID you know what I mean <laughs> down in England and we, you know and then things like that and then the next ones and I wonder, I wonder one if we do manage to get there in Qatar which is so you know, listen for Sarah Jane and her family it's absolutely incredible and it's a, a fantastic experience and you know going there on the trip and that, that's all part of it it's all part of the memories it's all part of you know the, the something that'll be lifelong in the memory for them all and obviously if they won it'll be extra special and uh as I said, it'll be something that uh, mm. they can they can always, when the family get together, they can always remember the time they went to the Europa Cup final uh, in Seville. Sarah Jane, you've seen all the games then, you've been there. How much confidence do you have that this has a happy ending? I think the nerves are just starting to kick in. I mean, I've been focusing getting there, first of all, but I think the nerves are just starting to kick in now. But I think we can do it. I think it's 11 against 11 tomorrow and eight on Wednesday, sorry. And I think, I think we've got enough to get over the line. I think the momentum of the team, like, they guys have just they've been through everything together and I think they're going to do it, to be honest. Yeah, it's funny, Hugh. I wonder about the psychology because you know, losing the league in Glasgow is never ideal, obviously. But it was almost like... Rangers had time to make their peace with it. You know, I wonder, I wonder how different it would feel if they had lost it there, there at the weekend. Yeah. You know, like a last day, last d- defeat, <laughs> heartbreak. Yeah. Had expected to win it. No, the Rangers. You know, there the, the time to get over it. The Rangers players as well. They go into it in a good place, don't they? Rangers, as good a place as you can. Sorry, as a. The Rangers fans knew that they'd lost the league when Celtic won at Ibrox. Yeah, and everyone, as you say, had made their peace with it. Um had it not been for the European run, they would have been upset. Sarah Jane would have been upset and her brother and her father. However, the European run continued while the league form let down Rangers. So now it's all about beating Eintracht Frankfurt on Wednesday evening. Uh, and I repeat, Rangers are not there by some twist of fate. They are there because they had the performances and the results. They are there on merit and they 
for me start the match as the favourites to win uh, Sarah Jane thank you very much safe trip to you and the family thank you Brilliant. thank you <laughs> She's been sitting quietly Waiting for that moment I like that Thank you very much To the folks there Somewhere between Rutherglen and Yorkshire To Liverpool To Malaga and you, you get the picture uh, By now Speaking of European travels How's about this? Clyde One European football coverage With Moyer and Sweeney litigation A multi-award winning law firm With a name you can trust Right Hugh I know you can't download tunes right So if you uh-huh. want to listen to that St Phoenix song Maybe on an Amazon Echo show Because we're giving away one of them Along with a 58 inch Samsung 4K TV I lost you a long time ago I get that you, But anyway You lost me at hello It's thank you to Moir and Sweeney Litigation They are our sponsors of European football coverage And they're giving you the chance to win that fantastic prize Now these guys a multi-award winning law firm Offering high quality discreet legal service In a wide range of matters including criminal defence, family law, road traffic, public inquiries, personal injury and loads more. Don't take my word for it. If you go to Clyde1.com, you can find out more about them and enter, most importantly, for your chance to win the 58-inch Samsung TV and Amazon Echo Show. So thanks again to Moir and Sweeney Litigation, who are sponsors of European football coverage, and we will take more of your calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy here at 0141-951-1025. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. So keep the calls coming in. Uh, and by the way, don't don't be put off. See if you're just sitting quietly at home somewhere in Glasgow in the West and that's where you will stay and watch the game. On Wednesday that, That's alright You don't have to be put off Intimidated Hugh By everyone who's travelling uh, All across the country So um, Get in touch Let us know what is on your mind uh, And of course It was um, It was quite the weekend at, at Celtic Park as well Hugh What yeah. did you make of the, the Sort of feeling The emotion attached to it? What What do you think this one meant In retrospect you know, I looked at the composition Of the crowd the 60,000 They were literally Babes in arms And I'm not talking about Players and their wives And their children I'm talking about In the crowd From babes in arms To grannies And High emotion Ange Postacoglu Has brought Back the emotion To the Celtic supporters They had a dreadful season Prior to his arrival And when he spoke You could see people Dabbing their eyes In the stadium when he, And when he spoke he left them with such a positive message. As I say, he's one of the most articulate spokesmen for the club I have ever heard. And he left them with the feeling that when they come back next season, it'll be even better. And as Jim Duffy said, the football on Saturday was breathtaking in in places. The quality of the goals was outstanding. And they left the fans, if you're going to bring down the curtain on a season, bring it down like that. Yeah, Jim, how do you reflect now that the dust is starting to settle? I think, you know, we mentioned it before, everyone has known for a while Celtic were going to be champions. Mm-hmm. Then they were over the line, but not officially. Then it became official. Then they got the trophy. So maybe now a bit of time for reflection. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is, is obviously, uh, Ange Postacoglu, he's, he's very charismatic and, and I think that that's how he's endeared himself first and foremost to the media. And, and obviously the Celtic fans have embraced him, uh, you know, pretty much even, even, even with the sticky start. Um, but as you said, 32 league games unbeaten, uh, it's an incredible consistency. But the style of football as well, I think that's that's been vital to to endear them to the Celtic fans, is, is the way they play football, the manner it was. Obviously the recruitment has been 
absolutely outstanding in terms of the market he went to and the, and the high level of success he's had from the players he's brought in. So o- overall, but yeah, it was an emotional day. Obviously, with Tom Rogic and Neil Beaton leaving mm, after nearly course, ten yeah. years, Callum McGregor winning his first time as, as as official club captain, following on from Scott Brown. Um, you know, but other guys like Callum McGregor, like like James Forrest, adding to the unbelievable list of um, uh, medals and winners' medals and trophies that they have. So there were so many, so many positive uh, aspects of the of the the, the weekend there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously winning after Rangers, um, you know, winning the previous year. So yeah, I mean, it'll be a huge um, summer for for all the, all of the clubs in Scotland. But I don't think it'll be as as much for Celtic. I think Celtic have done most of their work, and as uh, as Poster Goals already said, there's a lot of work already going on in the background. So he might be. In t- he's probably entitled to a wee break. He won't have much of it, mm. but they'll certainly not do, not have to do anywhere as near the amount of um, work that they had to do last summer. And I think it'll be a fantastic challenge next year I think between mm. uh, Celtic and Rangers because Rangers and in, in towards the end of the season as well have played very very good showing it they've got some talented young players coming through so I think it'll be a fantastic season next season I think uh, something to really look forward to but Celtic are in a very very strong position now much better miles better than they were last year Yeah Hugh there were a few hardy grown adults pretending they had something yep. in their eye when Tom Rogic was going off we were having mm-hmm. A bit of a joke Is it right Are we getting tears What's And mm-hmm. my goodness We certainly did When yep. he got the standing ovation he, he He found it all Pretty difficult And I think that was reflected From a lot of fans I felt sorry for Nier Beaton As if you know mm-hmm. the, uh, Tom Rogic is leaving mm-hmm. And Beaton's going to uh, You know Beaton has had more games For Celtic Than uh, Rogic uh, He's won more trophies For Celtic Than Tom Rogic the pair of them go away with immense gratitude from the supporters. Uh, Tom Rogic gets it over beat on because Tom Rogic has had iconic moments in a Celtic jersey. The winning of the, the cup final against Aberdeen and the thunder and lightning and he takes the ball and scores in the last minute. The the number of goals that he scored against Rangers, that always endears you to the Celtic fans. So you'll be a miss, Tom Rogic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Get the feeling that Ange Postacoglu has the little black book out and he's got all the names mm. in it that he wants there next season. Right, we're going to speak to William in just a second. So, speaking of winners' medals, let me set up your teaser for tonight. Full time at Clyde1.com is the address. Alex McLean got in touch there. Uh, he says Joe Hart became the 12th player to win a league winner's medal in England and Scotland since the start of the English Premier League era so top flight so so Joe Hart became the 12th player to win a top flight winner's medal in England and Scotland since the start of the English Premier League era 92 Um, can you name the other 11 okay Chris Sutton yes well done any that spring to mind, Hugh Kevins? Um, Henry Larson. Uh, yes, Larson. Yes, Ian Wright. No. Uh, Some big names uh, in there. Yeah. Um, A couple of Scots, by the way. Not too many, as you might imagine. Um, well, no. There won't be many who won it up here and then went on to win it down no. there. No. But there is one Virgil van Dijk Yes uh, Okay we'll leave it there We'll see how you get on Full time at Clyde1.com That's how you hear your question used That's what Alex did tonight And he wants you to name 
All the other previous winners of top flight medals in England and Scotland In the English Premier League era Before Joe Hart did it at the weekend Let's bring in William Who is a Rangers fan from Drumchapel I feel like I have to ask everyone tonight William, are you actually in Drumchapel? Are you somewhere else? What's happening? Uh, right now I'm sitting in the airport Waiting on my cousin Coming off a flight to Northern Ireland Right, so you're meeting up Where are we? Glasgow, Edinburgh, Presswick Where are we? I'm like, I'm outside Glasgow Airport And now picking my cousin up And then tomorrow We're going to Edinburgh To Frankfurt Then Right, William's line's a bit ropey So we'll get that's, him cleared that's up That's an unusual one Actually passing through Frankfurt the Have we not heard that one before? Do you I want to tick I that off? Think, I don't think that's been on the flight plan That we've heard before My first European trip with Motherwell We went via Frankfurt Stayed at Frankfurt Airport for the night And um, it was not very memorable That's all I've got for you I can't tell you any more uh, You, you would that. have thought that That would have been as busy As coming from Glasgow Because we're all the Frankfurt fans So how, how does it work? That's a good point of, you know, I hadn't thought about that uh, William I think we've I think we've got you back well, William 30,000 so, and went to Barcelona So you would imagine They'd be packed Going to Seville So last we checked William You were going Via Frankfurt How does that work Have all the German fans Not taken all the flights From there Well at the time We were looking at flights It was uh, the easiest route Rather than Going over the Roundabout ways Some of my pals Are going through Malaga Others are going through Faro I just said Well we'll go for that <laughs> So where are you going in where are you going to Spain? Where in Spain are you going first? Seville. Oh you're going straight to Seville from all oh, right, lovely. Yes, we're we're going to Frankfurt tomorrow night, uh nine o'clock and we've got a six hour layover in the airport and then at five to five in the morning we get our flight into Seville and we're there for eight o'clock in the morning. I think you're right, Hugh. this is in a roundabout way one of my favourites. This is intriguing. Yeah. How do you how is there a direct flight from Frankfurt to Seville? How have all the mad Frankfurt fans not taken it? How but does a guy be. from Drumchapel manage to get on it? Well, how he got on it is a, a, a question that only William can answer, but I guarantee you'll be sitting mm. in the company of loads of Frankfurt fans. Yeah, that's a guarantee. I mean, William, you said you're meeting your cousin coming over from Northern Ireland. Is that something you do regularly to go to games together, or is, or is this a special occasion to reunite you both? It's a special occasion, but he, he comes out quite regularly. He's got his season ticket up he comes out to the home games quite a lot now. Brilliant, that'll be good, that'll be good fun And uh, what about when you get there then? Happy trip back? Is it going to be in the knowledge that you are Europa League winners Or do you have your doubts? Um, no, I'm confident We're coming home champions Certainly seems that way Seems to be a lot of confidence out there uh, Jim, it's unpopular that we actually talk about the football And what happens on the pitch <laughs> We're just loving the, the journeys <laughs> Kamal Roof was on the plane today I kept looking to see if mm-hmm. uh, An Alfredo Morelos in disguise Was going to make a dramatic mm-hmm. appearance I, I don't think he did What do you make of Kamal Roof's Appearance on the flight mm-hmm. And do you think that means he plays a part or Yeah I think it means he plays a part I think he'll be on the bench If he's if he's got any chance at, at taking part Obviously the game could go all the way to Extra time and possibly even penalties So you know you would love uh, Someone like him to be available even for a part of the game Because it's you know, Rangers don't have the embarrassment of riches in that area, particularly with Alfredo Morelos missing out, which is, you know, you're absolutely gutted for, for, for him because over the last few years he's been sensational in Europe. Um, you know, uh, Morelos. So, you know, but Rangers have adapted well in the last couple of games with uh, Aribo playing there and then Sakala mm-hmm. coming on and stuff like that. 
Uh, Ramsey's back available. What, the suggestion, I know you spoke about it in the programme of the weekend, um, Gordon, would be that the ones that played against Hearts, like Arfield, Ramsey, would be Won't unlikely start, yeah. to start. And, and that would seem the case. So I think Aribo will start probably up top with uh, Kent. It's the right-hand side one, I'm not sure of, whether it be Sakala, whether it be Scott Wright, whether it's you know someone mm-hmm. else, who, who knows. And I think the rest of the team pretty much picks itself. But yeah, I mean, I think that... Uh, Kima Roof I think will be available and I think he'll be on the bench for Rangers and you know if if required it's a terrific option to have you imagine let's say I don't even know Christmas time even or maybe a bit before that September, October someone says to you Rangers will make the Europa League final and you're mm-hmm. thinking mm, not sure not sure I believe you uh-huh. when by the way they'll sign Aaron Ramsey but he won't get a game He won't be in the team When they reach the Europa League final Oh and they'll do it Without a striker as well There'll be no Alfredo Morelos To be seen anywhere near The, the latter stages Of the competition I'm not sure you would have Been able to To take all that in Well people talk about The balance of probabilities And the balance of probabilities In December time Would have been No they've got no chance The loss of Morelos He's been out for so long I think it's been Diminished But This guy is Rangers Top goal scorer in Europe of all time And He's not there It's astonishing What Rangers have Overcome In order to be in Seville On Wednesday uh, The quality of the opposition They have met And Eliminated The quality of player They have lost And not Suffered as a consequence So as I say Rangers are not in Seville Because of some Twist of fate they are there because they have a team worthy of being there and that team has overcome all manner of difficulties. Yeah, if you're without your top, your top scorer, Jim, it's nice to have a right-back who's the top scorer yeah. in the competition to help pick yeah. up the pieces. Listen, it's extraordinary what James Tavernier has done and people can, you know, be negative if they want to add penalties and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Listen, you know, we see so many there. there there's, uh, we had Mares miss one at the weekend with a one-man set of the league. It's not easy. A lot of pressure on you, you know, you have the expectations, you've got to take that as well as being the captain, take that responsibility. So for, for, for him to score as many goals, the assists, the way he plays... Um, you know, he's 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 not like a, you know, a, a vocal type of leader. He's a leader by example and by consistency. And uh, you know, he's one of the most consistent players in Scottish football in the last few years. And but in Europe, he's excelled. I mean, I'm amazed that no one has taken a punt. I'm absolutely amazed for for Scottish football. Not 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 that I want away from Rangers or Scottish football, but in terms of the amount of money that people spend on. Far less talented players than James Tavernier, and uh, you know no no one has taken him. So Rangers fans will be delighted. He'll be delighted that he's still at Rangers because he's now going to lead mm-hmm. them out in a European yeah. Cup final. So the, listen, f- fantastic for James Tavernier and standing to be top goal scorer going into the final. William, what do you think about Kemal Roof? Did that fill you with hope when you saw him on the flight, or or will it just be a you know a place on the bench for him? Well, I, I don't think he'll get a start full game. Yeah, maybe come on to see how it goes in the first half, second half, 60 minutes, or he'll do the opposite way about come on to the last 30 to see how it goes. I don't think he'll get a full start, but I'm hoping we've got a nice strike on it. Yeah, well, it was about as much as Rangers fans could have hoped for. I know uh, over the weekend, Alfredo Morelos, I think, put a video of himself in the gym, which got. I think people knew that it was it was nothing, but it just allowed yeah. them that little bit, that one yeah. percent. Can you imagine? Alfredo Morelos wouldn't be human if he wasn't absolutely devastated, mm-hmm. because he would have known in his subconscious that he would have been a big player in Seville had he been able to mm. get there. 
Well, whoever has the burden of scoring the goals for Rangers on Wednesday, I hope they know it's a big responsibility. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Because every time they hit the back of the net, we put more money in the jackpot. That's how Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals works. It's how it's worked since January. And I'm pleased to say we're already at £36,000. We started with a grand in January and we're up to £36,000. It's a good job Celtic and Rangers (laughs) score a lot of goals. Just the nine between them. At the weekend Which did push us over The 36 grand barrier Rangers play on Wednesday In case you hadn't heard And then Rangers against Hearts In the cup final At the weekend So it could be Significantly bigger By the end of the competition And you have to be in it To win it By texting GOAL To 61025 G-O-A-L To 61025 You need to be over 18 To enter It's £2 Plus your standard message rate The online entry And the full terms Are at Clyde1.com And the lines close 6pm on Saturday The 21st of May So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL To 61025 Right now Number 1 For football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Into the final part Of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Hugh Keevans And Jim Duffy uh, you can get in touch in a number of ways The phones obviously, Twitter And if you want to hear your question used On the Full Time Teaser Then you send an email to fulltime at clyde1.com Alex McLean has done that tonight Wants to know After Joe Hart became the 12th player To win the English and Scottish top flight Since the start of the English Premier League era At the weekend Can you name the other 11 So you've already got Chris Sutton, Henrik Larsson And Virgil van Dijk Just to clear something up I think there was a story where Alex Ferguson specially arranged for Andy Gorham to get a medal. Does that ring a bell? He only played twice, all right. So forget Andy Gorham. Did you get any more? Dion Dublin. Yes, well done. Man United and Celtic. Yeah, Colin Henry. Yes, Colin Henry. I think he was in Chris Sutton's team. Blackburn, Blackburn and yeah. Rangers. Yep. Toure. Colo. Colo Toure. Yes, well done. Brendan Rodgers, one of his early signings, and won it a couple of times down the road. I know obviously he won at Manchester United several times But I'm presuming he won it at Celtic Roy Keane Yeah Roy Keane Take that as well Roy Keane I know he didn't have a, the most auspicious debut yeah, But I just one, couldn't two, remember three, if they won four, the league that year So that's seven Four to get That's alright That's hard, hard to beat Clyde <laughs> That's a healthy amount at this stage On the on the show I think Seven down Four to get And it's full time at Clyde1.com If you want to take part And hear your question used In the future Now Charles is a Rangers fan He's from Bishopton I'm just I'm, I'm getting the The gist of it here Charles No one is staying Where they say they're from So What are you up to In the next couple of days uh, So oh, Just getting ready now. Tomorrow Tomorrow morning Fly down to London Then fly from London To Milan Overland night Milan Fly to Madrid and Then we get the bullet train Down to Seville uh, Get it in the afternoon um, And then no, <laughs> We've got no accommodation For Seville So we, I don't know so we we come back at five in the morning, train back to Madrid, fly to Menorca, uh, Menorca to Newcastle, and then a bus up to Newcastle back. Right. <laughs> I like it, but there's a bit of chaos in there. I think that's the first no accommodation that we've had. Although they do, uh, you have accommodation in was it no Jack Madrid. In there no, Jackie had a camper van. Maybe could because there was one stranger. And another another couple up. of strangers will be fine. Just um, get them in. So have you got accommodation in Madrid? Are you just going to just sort of stay up and just hope for the best? I've got, uh, got accommodation in Madrid okay. uh, For overnight yeah, I feel a bit a bit better about that Hugh I think 
I'm just amazed now. <laughs> you know, I've heard everything. Uh, even planes, trains, and automobiles. Flying via Frankfurt with the Frankfurt fans, and you know, people just accept all of this as normal. Being what they have to do. Do you know what I like? It's particularly about this, just to, to to make it personal for a second. For those who don't know you, this is your idea. Your idea of hell. And I Correct. don't mean. I, I just mean you like to know where you're going, Correct. when you're going, exactly who's going to be there. What colour of socks to wear You like everything set out This must be your idea Of chaos I would be Out of my mind With worry About flights And Trains And that I, I don't think I would make it To Seville I think my travelling companions Would have thrown me off A plane by that day This is the guy That gets the train to Singer About six hours before Super scoreboard starts Every day So uh, Charles, you've got them coming out in a cold sweat. I think the only thing we've not heard is a hot air balloon. I think they're trying <laughs> every mode of transport so far. Charles, we saw the players flying out today, and you know we were talking about Kimar Roof and so on. What you, what are your early thoughts about the football, or are you too busy with your travel plans? Uh, I'm too busy with the travel plans. We're still trying to figure out how to get one side and um, the other side to get the other, uh, other plane. We'll go get that booked. Are you? Are you? Because <laughs> yeah, there are, I've done this before. I think I've made this error. Those two airports in Milan are not yeah. that close to each other, are they? No, no, they're not. <laughs> oh. And we didn't realise that when we booked it, one of the boys booked one uh, one airport tonight. Oh, no, 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 mm. no. I, ho- I hope you've got a few hours between them to get there. I will. Um, but I'm going back to work on Friday when I get back. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. You better give your boss a wee bit of a, 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 a time saver. I might be a wee bit late. You, 30, 32 miles between those two airports in Milan. Well... I remember going, I don't, we're just going off to travel stories here <laughs> Last time I went, I had to return a hire car So I've taken the family back, mm-hmm. dropped them at the, the check-in desk right, I'll just go and return the car, I'll be back in five mm-hmm. minutes Go round, except the car hire place just <laughs> didn't open No, just right. didn't, it, it wasn't open until like normal office hours, like mm-hmm. nine But our flight was like, I don't know, quarter past nine So I, I was just like, well, we're, we're I'll just spend down, the day in Milan, I'm on We get down there a couple of weeks to see our grandchildren in Brighton And I'm in a cold sweat over how to get from Houston Station to Victoria Station. Well, listen, we need to take some inspiration from Charles, yeah. and he's—I like the honesty. I even thought about the game. He barely cares about the game at this point. Just needs to know that he can get there uh, and get back. How, what does it mean to you, Charles, though, to have this sort of opportunity to follow your team in this way? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever get another chance to go. Um, somebody sent me a picture the other day, and it, and it kind of summed it up. It's a picture of five guys who went for it, uh, the, the last time, and they must have been in their twenties. I think there's only four of them alive now, um, and they're away um, to watch it again. Yeah, that's the reality of it, Hugh. I don't know if you, you know, you've seen some great stuff on social media as well. And yeah. Do you know what our show has been unbelievable for us? I can't believe the number of people that are on sharing their plans, but you'll have seen the gentleman who was there in '72 and he got yep. presented with the tickets off yeah. the family this time, breaking down in tears, and it's so poignant. You know what I mean? Things uh, yeah. like that. You know, it just shows you what it means to fans. It's I what was I? I was 22 in 72. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a, a black and white telly. <laughs> you know, the, the, the world was just a different mm-hmm. place. Um, we were still getting used to decimalization. Every time you bought <laughs> something, people would say, What's that? An old money. <laughs> you know, that's how far back it was. We went to a, a, a pub in Clyde Bank to see somebody that I'd gone to school with, and his name was Billy Connolly. <laughs> He's in a pub in Clyde Bank playing And now global superstar That's how long ago 50 years is And that's why um, the, the, the caller's perfectly correct to say 
This may never come your way again It's certainly the winning part of it Jim You know we've got a a large generation of fans that know and are aware that Celtic got to this stage and fell short in 03 Rangers did the same in 2008 but for the a lot a lot of just Scottish football fans yeah. in general this would seem alien so Aberdeen 83 yeah. yeah. that, that would be the last yeah. the last I, think, I wasn't I th- alive then I think there's only was it five European finals that you know we've had the Scottish teams have been involved in you know, ever. So, you know, we've been playing football for 150 years. So it's it's incredibly difficult and it's getting more and more, with, you know, with, with football being dominated by money. For for Rangers to get there and for it to be the special occasion and, and credit to Seville as well and, and the local authority for, for putting on the fan zone in the other stadium, mm-hmm. which I think is a fantastic thing to do. Uh, allows the Rangers fans to, to be together, to... Hopefully celebrate together But certainly to, to witness their mm-hmm. team playing Rather than all spread about in all different bars and restaurants All over the place um, You know there's a, 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 view, a view feeling of um, togetherness and stuff like that So I, I think you know that That's a fantastic opportunity for the fans to, to celebrate together But like Sir Charles saying All of those ways of getting there Whether they've got tickets Whether they've got tickets for their vans Whether they haven't got accommodation you know, that's the furthest thing for their mind. They want to be there. They want to be in amongst their own supporters, celebrating something that, as you said, might only happen. I mean, last time we know it was 14 years ago. It might might happen every 14, maybe 20, every 50 years, whatever. But if if Rangers can manage mm. to win it 50 years since um, 1972, it just shows you how difficult it is, Gordon, to win a yeah. European trophy. And I wonder how John Gregg feels, Hugh. He was on oh. the flight today. He, first of all, would have been looking mm. around and thinking... Our plane didn't look like this Because yeah. it'll have uh, been all kitted out to the max mm-hmm. That the, the plane Rangers were on today But for him to, to be there on, on the flight with the players And for them to have him there I'm sure that would be quite an interesting dynamic Well, the man has a statue outside Ibrox And there's one reason for that And one reason alone And that's because John Gregg was Rangers uh, Unbelievable player In terms of his commitment to the club You see John Gregg in the, the photographs of 1972 He's got the beard Mm. Superstitious no, But I'll tell you how he Grew the beard in the first mm. place Because they were training one day And he flew into a challenge They were, they were down at the, the seaside uh, Training at the hotel there He flew into a challenge And he banged his chin off a parked bench mm-hmm. And that's why it, He split his chin open And that's why he had to grow the beard To overcome the, the stitches mm. And all the rest of it uh, So John Gregg very special man in Rangers history and it would mean the world to him if Rangers won on Wednesday night. And for James Tavernier to be then on the same pedestal as John Gregg as a European winning Rangers captain, what a moment that would mm. be for Tavernier. Uh, Charles, lovely to hear from you. Make sure if you get stuck in Milan, the first thing you do is phone us so that we can have a good laugh at you, all right? Absolutely. Good man. That was Charles from Bishopton. <laughs> Some journey's about to kick off honestly um, Right let's quickly try and round off Just a couple of other things From the weekend We are running out of time uh, Jim we did say there was a you know, a Definitive nature to, to the weekend Because we now know all the, the comings and goings A quick word for, for Bonnie Rig Rose Good to yeah. see Commiserations listen, to Cowden Beath But always good to see That yeah, the, the pyramid is working Yeah it's a bit of ambition You know listen It's very difficult When when communities lose their clubs Like Cowden mm-hmm. Beath Like Breakin a, a couple of seasons ago whatever. But new clubs coming in Like Kelty 
what a success they've been this year under Kevin Thompson, fantastic. Bonnie Rigg, teams that were junior football. Mm-hmm. Listen, they'll not be the last one. Teams yeah. like Auckland Lake well, and Co- all Cove, Cove, Cove yeah. and Ed, Cove, yeah. Edinburgh, Edinburgh City yeah. and Kelty yeah. have all been promoted yeah. this year. Cow- Cow- if you need further proof yeah. that the pyramid works. Yeah. Cowdenby spent 117 years as part of the, the league system. But time doesn't stand still. If you can't keep pace and others can mm-hmm. come in like Bonnie Rigg Rose, like Kelty, like Edinburgh City, Cove Rangers, uh, then that's the way it has to be. And then you've got clubs that have been there forever but get a new lease of life like Queen's Park and they yeah. are promoted as well. So that's certainly mm-hmm. going to be one to watch. I can't wait for Mark Wilson to be asked in future which... SPFL side is known as Rosie Posey <laughs> Apparently that's their nickname Rosie, yes, Rosie Posey yeah, um, Rose, yeah. And only one more thing to settle mm-hmm. In the league A nervous, nervous week for Inverness mm-hmm. and St Johnson Yeah, I'll be very, very close that one I don't really see many goals in it Because St Johnson I think I've only scored about 23 goals or something or 24, 24. So The whole season uh, You know, Inverness I think they'll be looking Obviously one player will be missing um, You know, uh, having been the red card mm-hmm. The other one's going to get appealed but uh, that, I think that uh, just in terms of how fit they are, I mean, they've had to play four unbelievably tough games. They've got another two to come. It definitely favours um, St. Johnson. Does, does, does what happened to St. Johnson yesterday have any bearing? No. Or, or is that one that that's just written off? No, I'm sure Callum no, he just absolutely wrote that off. He, he, I don't know what team he played every year, but he, he's he a bit mixed. Yeah, but he's got, he's got to leave all those players out. Now, listen, that's just like forget that one and move on. I'll be a close call Gordon Right okay Quickly then Let's do this teaser Who else are the players That have won the top flight Up here and in England Since the Premier League era You've got Sutton, Larson, Van Dijk Dublin no. Colin Hendry Toure and Keane no, Need help mate mm, Hugh Keevans Anything from you? Nope uh, We've got eight we've Right okay um, Gordon DL Still wakes up In a cold sweat Thinking about this guy <laughs> Listen, oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know about that quote. Yeah, I know. That's thank, true. Thank a man you mentioned. Um, <laughs> because he took the Mickey out of his Air United team when he stood on the ball. Come on, what more? Oh, do you in need? Gaza. No. Oh stood, no, Conchelsis. Uh, uh, yes. Our, uh, our colleague Gavin Pearson sent that one in as well. Well done to him. Um, what about a manager who's got a very, 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 very significant midweek coming up? Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Uh, okay, we're getting there. Former Motherwell player Had to get that in there Motherwell Celtic Man United Brian McClare Brian McClare um, Is that us? When he go I think You'll never get this one In a million years <laughs> Played for Chelsea and Celtic Tom Boyd? Nope um, He was from the Czech Republic Oh really? Yari 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 I'll give you that Well done We kind of got there in the end Thank you Hugh and Jim Unbelievable week coming up Gordon DL and Marvin Bartley Are here tomorrow uh, Make sure you join us Callum is up next